0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry Wet, the podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek, and happy freaking New Year's Eve. So I actually recorded last week a podcast with Jimmy, my boyfriend. Yes, I got him on the podcast. It was hilarious. I asked him like speed rounds of questions about my friends, and um, I asked him to tell the story of us meeting. It is a really funny and fun and loving podcast, but... How could I possibly roll into 2020 without doing a best of I'm sorry, what moments of 2019? There were so many things to bitch about in 2019. So, of course, I am counting them down in no particular order except for number one is my absolute favorite. And I have some honorable mentions. But um, I do want to say overall, I know I've said this a bunch of times, but I loved 2019, I feel like such an asshole because everyone around me is like, I just cannot wait for this year to be over. And I feel that way, too. Like, you know, I, I am ready for this like new year. I'm excited for 2020. But I had an amazing 2019. Of course, it came with still with depression and anxiety and and sickness. I mean, I literally threw up on myself out of nowhere yesterday, like just hashtag Crohn's problems. So, you know, obviously, it's still been difficult. But I feel like this big sense of relief. You can listen to my last podcast. I talk all about like moving the fuck on from shitty ass people. And like that really kind of brought, you know, my 2019 into this awesome place. I have the most amazing friends and I know that we have a lot of growing to do. And, you know, it took me a while to really value those good friends and um, kind of dismiss those bad friends. And I didn't get to see everybody that I wanted to as much in 2019, of course. Like, I wish I could spend all my days not working and just hanging out with my friends, of course. But, um, you know, it's it's hard to balance everyone. And But I'm just so happy that everyone's there. And I feel like I have the best army now. I am nervous to one day get married for my, like, 15-person bridal party, like, Anyways, I'm just happy and I'm doing what I love to do, which is bitching about dumb shit. So (laughs) let's just dive right into it. I I did a top 10 honorable mentions, of course. So I'm going to go into number 10, Miley and Liam's breakup. So we have been following almost for a decade now, I feel. And I might be my math might be wrong, but I feel like that's true. Miley and Liam, like they starred on the last song together. Then they started dating and it was beautiful. Then Miley hit the Bangers era and people were like, Ugh, Liam's going to leave her, which that did happen. And Bangers was arguably literally the best time in Miley's life. Of course, it's com- compatible, competable, whatever, with Hannah Montana. That's my like, of course, one of my favorite Miley's. But Bangers, ooh, best album best, like, I'm sorry, what fuck you attitude. I loved bangers. And then, you know, she kind of gets back with Liam, we get Malibu, and then bam, drama hits in 2019. Because the thing is, I was heartbroken about their breakup. But the shit that followed their breakup was so crazy. So of course, they break up. And at the same time, Brody Jenner breaks up with his wife, um Caitlyn, I guess it's a divorce, they're both getting a divorce at this time. Two very unrelated seeming breakups, right? I mean Brody Jenner, you know, famous for being on Laguna Beach, the first famous Jenner. Everybody should know. Well, I guess technically uh Caitlin Jenner was the first famous, but reality TV wise, you know, Brody Jenner. And then we got Miley Cyrus. They doesn't seem like they run in the same circles. Apparently they do, because in the middle of these divorces, Caitlin and Miley start dating. I at first thought that they were just, like, having, like, a divorce clubs party, but then they were, like, so freaking cute together, and then you kind of made, like, they kind of made you root for them in a way. It was like, oh, they're, like, both going through this hard time. They found each other. They're, like, you know, finding their love, discovering themselves, and then Bam, that's over. And Miley's dating Cody Simpson. Like, I'm sorry, what? How did you make... How did you manage to make us fall in love with you and Liam? Managed to make us fall in love with you and Caitlin? And then in in just one year, we've had to move on from both those loves. Like... I'm sorry, but I'm not going to fall in love with Cody Simpson because the second I start rooting for them, she's just going to break up with him too. And I'm like, ugh, and I'm not saying anything about, you know, I mean, test the freaking waters, you know what I'm saying? Like date as many fuckers as you want to date. I believe in that fully, like slim in the sea. But I'm just like, damn, I feel like I get so committed to these relationships and then I'm and then I have to be done. So I'm going to give Cody Simpson a year, maybe at the end of 2020, when I do this recap for 2020, I will be saying, okay, I'm eating my words. I love Cody and Miley. But right now, I'm just like, okay, you do you. But can we get bangers back? I don't need you to be on all the drugs, you know, like be healthy. But like, I wouldn't mind another like weird foam finger moment, you know, 2020 deserves it. Um, And speaking of love, we're going to move into the next kind of I'm sorry, what couple moment of 2019 was Justin and Haley Bieber. So, uh, you know, we've been on this whirlwind ride with Selena Gomez and Justin, uh, just like Miley and Liam for almost a decade now. You know, it's been a lot of, oh, they're young. They were together. They broken up. They're hating each other. It was just been a emotional year. So then they kind of get back together at the beginning slash end of 2018, beginning of 2019. And you know, last year, Selena had had her kidney transplant. And, you know, she's having like a horrible year, she ends up going back to Justin Bieber, which totally makes sense to me, I would assume like, if you've been through so much trauma, you're just trying to search for things that you know, and you want and everybody wants love. But if you're going through something hard, like you're just searching for support and love, and your shit has been rocked. And like, you know, you're not thinking totally straight. So she goes back to Justin Bieber. Anybody would do the same. If you've been in a relationship for that long, like I, no one should give her a hard time about that. Like, come at me. I'm sorry. What? You don't fucking know what she was going through. She wanted support. They've been together for years. Like, leave them alone. Anyways. So then they break up. And like, months later, as Selena Gomez iconically says, two months and you replaced us. Like, it was easy. He's like, dating Haley, Haley Baldwin, and then like engaged and then like married. I'm sorry, what? But like, Haley girl, are you okay? That's what I'm worried about. Because I actually think that Haley Baldwin is a genuinely sweet and kind human being. And I think that she was there to support um, Justin, not Selena, Justin through like his hard times. Because if you look at Justin, you know, before this, he's like, not doing music. He's got dreads. Like, you know, he looks dirty. He's kind of like constantly posting about being depressed. And like, then, you know, you see him once he's kind of getting married to Haley and he's like happier. We're getting new Justin music. Like, I feel like she was positive for him, but just this whole like, oh shit, we're like, we're not even just going to jump into dating. We're going to like jump into marriage. Like that was a lot. And I I just don't want her to get hurt or him to get hurt again. And of course, you got to feel for Selena Gomez during this time because you're just like, great. But I mean, honestly, she's coming out with her best music ever. And I hope this is the year that people realize that she's a force to be reckoned with and like maybe gets a Grammy nom. I'm just saying she's never had one. Or I could be wrong about that. I should probably check my receipts. But I'm just saying that their wedding was just so like, oh, shit, like they're engaged. And of course, everyone was throwing so much internet shade at them. And I love that they were just like, no, you know what? I don't give a fuck about what you have to say. We're in love. We're going to get married. They had a gorgeous wedding. Um, You know, Haley looked absolutely flawless. I loved all these Kylie Jenner moments that we got. And, you know, as long as they're happy, but you still have to, when you like step back and look at it, you're like, Oh, shit. I'm sorry. What? Like, they're married. And the one other weird point about this is I find it so funny that celebrities we view like so differently than human beings, because Justin Bieber is like, what, 27. Um, Once again, I should do my research before I get on my podcast. But I mean, all my friends are getting married right now. And I'm um 26. Am I 27? I think. I'm... How old am I? I think 27. Anyways, um, all my friends are like, you know, getting married right now. And this is totally a normal fucking time to get married. And, but we're still like, Justin Bieber is too young. It's like, I no, technically know he's not, but, um, it's just so interesting. And I'm excited, you know, a little tidbit to add in here. We're going to get Justin music. We're getting the weekend music. We're getting Selena music. And I feel like we're going to open all these freaking doors. And I am overall so happy for Selena that she's moving on. It sounds, sounds like from her music that this was a toxic acts relationship. I feel like Justin's doing better with Haley. I think we're going to move on. I think she's going to find happiness and everything's going to be okay in 2020. But hopefully, there's just like a little bit more drama, you know? Number eight on my list. Once again, I said in no particular order, um, except for number one, because it's my favorite. Um, We were blessed with a high school musical. series and look at first I was prepared to I'm sorry what bitch about this and be like why would you ever think that you could replace High School Musical but here's the thing you guys like I'm sorry what to the haters of High School Musical the series because if you are a OG High School Musical fan like I am. My Apple ID is High School Musical 3. Like I own that to my death. I love it. Eloy is the Ryan to my Sharpay. We can perform any song at any moment. You just let us know. And I was nervous watching the series and it's freaking amazing because it's not trying to replace the movies. It's not a remake. It's like an ode to them and something new. The music's amazing. I love the freaking cast. I love the new songs. I love the concept. Um, Eloy and I are totally that drama teacher who are like so obsessed with high school musical. And I just think it was so great and so I had to throw it in here of I'm sorry what because I'm sorry what to all the people that don't give remakes a chance you really should like Charlie's Angel that shit flopped and I don't really know why I mean I was like I didn't see it personally and I only didn't see it because I was slacking on my movie game this year because I live in Livermore now and I don't know which movie theater to go to by myself without being spotted by people you know I had my place in Sonoma County I would go to the Sebastopol movie theater all the time Uh, the Rialto shout out best movie theater in Sonoma County it doesn't have the reclining seats but it does have all the popcorn like different toppings outside so you don't have to pay for it and you can do unlimited like I would go there get my glass of rosé with my white cheddar popcorn it's the best I'm telling you Rialto still my number one um but I just I, I I just think that in 2020 we should really give remakes a chance without being so hatery on them like there are people who aren't even watching high school musical the series because they're like it's gonna ruin the movies I'm telling you it does not go watch it don't be a hater I'm sorry what um (laughs) the next one do you guys remember this was like early on in 2019 but I felt like it still deserved to mention the world record egg there was an egg just an egg just a photo of an egg on social media that broke the record for like most liked photo people just band around to like this egg for no fucking reason I'm sorry what that just means that the internet can truly truly get you to do anything you know like a few honorable mentions in this category um you know the the kiki do you love me door driving challenge like what what everybody needs to relax like you don't have to do what the Internet says. I did. Half of me was like, look at this camaraderie of the Internet. We're all going to make this egg super famous. But then the other half of me was like, people are liking and following this egg for no freaking reason, just because the Internet told them to. Like, I'm sorry. What? Think for your own. If you really like pictures of eggs, sure, go ahead and like it. But, you know, that's you don't have to do everything the Internet tells you. OK. OK. Um, Next. I'm sorry, what moment is a freaking big one. The Fire Festival. Can you guys even believe that those documentaries and shit came out in 2019? I feel like that happened in like 2018. It feels like so long ago, but when I was like doing my research and my homework, you know, this popped up and I'm like, oh my gosh. The Fire Festival. A quick refresher, of course, Ja Rule and some billionaire scammer guy came together to put together a concert series that's like on an island and you would fly there and basically you showed up and the island people got screwed. They didn't get paid. They, you know, there were no no places for people to sleep. People were abandoned there. It was a mess, a mess. And like, I'm sorry, what, but how did that happen? Like how? Did no one like check in to make sure like we need like an FDA for festivals or something like someone needs to go in there and make sure that shit's legit before we put people on a plane and fly them to an island. And the worst part was like people were really nervous and stranded there and scared. And there was so many trolls on the Internet were like, haha, rich people getting screwed. It's like, OK, look, I get it. Um, You know, it sucks to be poor, but. Those people are traumatized and scared and a lot of them like younger, you know, that's a scary situation. Imagine like not knowing where you are, spending thousands of dollars on a ticket and then just completely getting screwed like with no way out. There was only one airplane that could get you out of there. That is terrifying. So I'm sorry. What to the Internet trolls? Go fuck yourself. Um, And then (laughs) that's from um, my favorite murder podcast. Love them. Anyways, and then there were two separate documentaries about this, one on Netflix, one on Hulu, and they pretty much had the same kind of information, but one was very much like feel bad for the promoters. And the other one was very much like, F everybody. Everybody sucks. I can't believe that this happened. And then of course we had talk about the biggest I'm sorry what moment was the guy who said he was about to go give someone a blowjob for some waters. Like, I'm sorry what, honey, you really, really need to hire your standards. I hope that guy in 2020 gets his confidence on, stays away from corrupt people and find someone who will appreciate his BJs. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn dude, you shouldn't be just like hustling that shit out as someone who hates doing it. I'm just saying like, you can't just like give that shit away for free. Um, <laughs> I probably should have put this in like the couples category, but I am still, I'm sorry. What over the Bradley Cooper, Lady Gaga situation. So, I'm sorry, what? But why did we decide that wrecking was an OK thing to do in 2019? And I know some of you are like, Ashley, come on. They were so cute together in a fucking movie. You guys, they starred together in a very dramatic movie. A Star is Born. It was beautiful. I, you know, I loved it. It was dramatic. I loved Lady Gaga the way she talked about Bradley it what to me didn't seem like she was in love with him but more like honored and like just so grateful to be given this opportunity I mean you know she says her whole thing about there can be a thousand people in a room whatever blah 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 but I'm sorry what why were we so set on Bradley like leaving his wife and his kid to go be with Lady Gaga like look I I get it I would leave anybody to be with Lady Gaga sorry Jimmy but we were like rooting for this so hardcore and I felt so bad for Bradley's wife. And during this time, Lady Gaga was, like with, you know, dating other guys, getting engaged, all this shit. And we're just still like, no, F what you think about love and F all these people who fell in love with you. We are going to say, hey, it worked out for Angelina and Brad Pitt. Spoiler alert. Actually, it didn't. Let's make them do the same thing. Like you guys, we should not be rooting unless Bradley Cooper's wife was like a piece of shit. We really should not be rooting for them to break up or Lady I can't remember who Lady Gaga was with at the time, but like if they were really shitty people, like okay, let's root for it. But I mean, like, they were about to have a kid. I don't know. It's just like it was so much of the internet trying to break up these marriages and put these two people together just because they had chemistry on screen hi it's called acting people okay I'm pretty sure that Miley Cyrus and Emily um, Osmond weren't even friends during the filming of Hannah Montana and look at them they were besties that was great chemistry okay it's called acting people relax um okay. I'm next on my list, of course, Taylor and Katie ending their feud. Wow, you guys in a fucking course. I'm sorry. What? You know, I'm a Swifty, but of course, Taylor had to do it on her fucking terms in her fucking music video. And so she gets all the likes and Katie's just like, fuck this shit. I'm ready for this to be done. Look, I know I'm a Swifty. Swifties don't hate me. But, you know, you also have to realize the flaws of your own idol, like, I, uh, it's like, of course, Taylor didn't go on Katie's music video. That fo- was never going to fucking happen. But the song that they came together was super iconic. Um, you Need to Calm Down. I loved it. I loved the message. I liked that she was dret- dressed up as a burger and Katie was a fries and they came together and hugged. I'm so glad that this is done because I'm sorry what there are so many men trying to freaking tear women down down. There are so many men out there. It will eventually bring me to my next. I'm sorry. What there are so many men trying to take us down. We have to stand together. Girls don't be so shitty to other girls because guess what? That man's not going to be there forever, but your girlfriends are like, I mean, eventually, you know, if you are, if you like men, you will marry one eventually. Yes. But your gal pals, they will stick by you through some fucking shit. So please, for the love of God, stand together. Women supporting women. Girl power. Girls rule. Boys drool. Frickin 2020. I am so glad. I hope that this Katie and Um, you know, Taylor feud could maybe bring on, I don't know, an ending of the Cardi and Nikki feud because that was also fucking bullshit. But anyways, I'm happy that they're friends again. I'm sorry what that it took so freaking long. I love that Taylor had to do it on her own terms. I'm sorry, but that part is just funny. Okay. Um, I don't want to talk too much about politics, but I feel that it's just weird to not add Trump's impeachment to the I'm sorry what mostly because I finally learned what the impeachment means and look for all you people at probably everyone listening to this as so, so much smarter than I am I took AP economics and I feel like that's on Livermore High that I don't know shit okay not on me anyways um <laughs> so I finally learned what impeachment means and I'm sorry what I thought that was gonna mean that he was out of the office but it doesn't it's literally just like an asterisk that says impeach and I know it's a big deal But I'm just like, come on, that is the biggest like thing that it's this big deal that we impeach someone, not that we took him out of an office, but that now his reputation is a little bit tarnished and he has like this asterisk that says impeach there. Like, I'm sorry, what? That just shows you all about like male masculinity, fucking cocky ass bullshit that it's so devastating to have it say impeach because there's only like three other presidents that had it happen to like I know. I know. I know. I'm so happy that he got impeached too. Um, You know, I have, of course, Republican friends who love him. I have Democrat friends who hate him. I have people that are kind of impartial. I don't really like the fucking guy. I think he's a piece of shit personally, but wow. Oh, wow. When I figured out what impeachment really was, like, I'm sorry, what? Glad it happened. Glad he got that bruise to his ego, but damn, that's literally how my dad had to explain it to me because I was like going in circles. I'm like, I don't get this. So he's like out of the office now or what? And he's like, no, it's basically just a bruise to his ego. And I'm like, wow, fucking wow. Um okay, second to last, I'm sorry what? We ended Game of Thrones this year. Can you believe it? Because I almost did it. And then I remember that, yes, I was working at Gary Deli at the time and I remember coming into work, but like, we ended game of thrones and i am sorry what but Daenerys freaking targaryen deserved more what the actual fuck that fucking ending of game of thrones was such bullshit fast forward if you haven't seen it and you're binging and spoilers but like what john snow fucking kills her and then like brands just like or brawn whatever is just like the king of everything and you're like what the fuck He did literally nothing. He could have, like, done his raven and pecked out every eyeball of those stupid White Walkers. But instead, he just, like, laid in his chair. But you got Arya, who kills the freaking Night King. Sansa, who kills her fucking attacker... Jon Snow who like fought everybody but then also fuck him because then he kills Daenerys out of nowhere and then the character development of like Daenerys just being evil out of nowhere like she deserved more she was our female fucking icon I'm sorry I keep going to feminist bullshit over here but she was like this female icon that we made so shitty like her and Sansa and Arya should have been like on the throne like you know freaking taking everybody down that was so... Annoying to me. I mean, I'm sad about the ending. I loved watching the show, but I actually like if a show gets too many, too many, um, you know, episodes. I kind of to start tuning out. Anyways, and that was kind of what I was doing with Game of Thrones because just like, ugh, whatever. But. I feel like we all deserved more with the ending of Game of Thrones for giving them, like, years of sitting through bullshit and, like, awful, horrible things and them killing off all of our favorite people. So, like, I guess it's kind of also an I'm sorry what to all of us. Like, I'm sorry what you didn't think it was going to be shitty. They literally kill off all of our favorite characters literally all the time. Okay, so we're about to get to my number one favorite I'm sorry what moment of 2019 But first, a few honorable mentions because I watch enough and listen to enough countdowns that I know how this goes. So, of course, I got to go with a few movies up in here. Toy Story 4, why? I'm sorry, what? But we didn't freaking need another Toy Story. Those movies suck. I hate them. I... Despise them. I think they're stupid. I hate all the Toy Stories. We already had a dramatic ass Toy Story 3. We did not need a Toy Story 4. I'm sorry, what? Cats. Why? A double why. They stacked this movie with celebrities, even powerhouse Taylor Swift, and they still couldn't sell tickets because guess what? People don't want to see life size cats running around and singing. It's freaking creepy. And of course, area 51 the idea that all these people got together to storm a gate down to prove that there were alien life forms one love the camaraderie but i'm sorry what people you got to get a life you got to find better things to do with your day okay just just do it and now we are at my favorite i'm sorry what moment of 2019 and this really shouldn't come as a big shock Anybody, But Jordan Woods, I'm sorry what this girl hooking up with Tristan Thompson, betraying the Kardashian-Jenner clan and then becoming a celebrity in her own right. Oh, my God. This drama was so intense, so crazy. I mean, to the point where obviously a lot of people were saying it's fake, it's made up. But there's no freaking way unless the Kardashian Jenners are just like that good of actors, including Jordan Woods, too. Like, that's too much. And I want to make it clear as I go through this. I'm sorry what I am not trying to slut shame Jordan Woods. I am also not trying to put all the blame on her. But we knew Tristan Thompson was a piece of shit. The fact that we knew Tristan was going to cheat again. He was such a piece of shit, blah, blah, blah. But then he goes as far as to hit on Kylie Jenner's best friend. I mean, she's like in all of the videos, like with her all the time, Her basically her sidekick. She was like what Kim was to Paris Hilton, you know? So it was about time for her to come out on her own. She was like, I want my Kim moment and I want to leave Kylie as Paris, which isn't necessarily what happened. But still, Jordan was like starring on TV, guest starring on TV shows and like getting all this popularity and all because she betrayed chloe kardashian and this was huge drama i mean you literally couldn't turn on any channel without hearing about it and it's all just like this one girl like shooting her shit on tristan thompson like that's freaking insane that was just so much drama i'm sorry what but like You should never freaking betray your friends like that. Like, it was so fucked. She had to do the whole red table talk, and then Chloe's pissed about that, and then she's screaming the phone. One of the most dramatic seasons of Keeping Up with the Kardashians since, like, the one where Kim got kidnapped or whatever, you know? Like, it was so intense. I can't believe that happened. I can't believe she would, you know do that to her. And it seemed as if, you know, that was going to like end her career, but it really made her more popular. So I'm sorry. What to all of us? Like, why the fuck do we like this girl? Like she betrayed her best friend, like best friend who had, you know, she, she was going to be famous in her own right. And either way, I'm sure she was very close with the, you know, um, with Will Smith's family and, uh, Jada Pika Smith and all them. But like, wow, wow. Oh wow. Did she just like freaking? she or she didn't cheat technically well she cheated on Kylie in my mind like oh my god I just can't believe it and then you know recently on December 30th so yesterday a little jokester like pretended to be Travis Scott and you know like retweeted a photo Jordan Woods with the eyes sending Twitter and like the little eye emoji where it's like looking it's like a little scandalous photo of her whatever oh my god people were going crazy. I'm like, that would be the worst. Actually, if Travis Scott hooked up with Jordan Woods, like, I think I'd actually cry. I'd be like, come the fuck on, dude. Also, Jordan, stop swimming in the same pool as the Kardashian Jenners. It's time to move on. All the Chloe reactions, all the amazing, like, inspirational, like, quotes we got from her this round. Like, it was great. I loved every minute of it I felt so freaking bad for Chloe of course everybody does um but you know I always say like especially with siblings like sometimes things happen to one because the other ones couldn't handle it so like I don't think Courtney or or Kim could handle you know a cheating scandal like that but you know what Chloe could so it happened to her I know that's a really weird view of it but that's like just how I kind of think so um you know, you can hear more about that, of course, when I talk about it with my sister on our podcast, um, The Real Sisters Pod. If you don't follow, go follow. And um, anyways, you guys, I freaking love 2019. It was chock full of scandals. And I cannot wait to be with you for all of 2020 scandals. I One of my favorite parts of 2019, of course, was getting the confidence to not have just one but two podcasts. I hope that more people listen and they love it. And um, I can't wait for you guys to hear next week my podcast with Jimmy. It's great. I also have like so much more to bitch about, including like finding out about important events on social media. I freaking hate that shit. Please follow me on all social. I'm most active on my Instagram at Ashley Sleek. That's Ashley with two E's, of course. Message me things that you think deserve to be bitched about. If you want to come on the podcast with me, that's another 2020 goal is to like have more people on the podcast with me. I loved having Jimmy on. Um, of course, Uh, follow my uh, Sister Nice podcast at The Real Sisters. And I did a whole recap of my 2019 on my Instagram full of photos. It's super freaking cute and took me um, way too long. I'm not proud of that part, but whatever. Go check it out, of course. And okay, bye.